very good. Alright. Dear pouty baby, you're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Podcast. That's your... Brian Shesko. There you go. Hey, I'm going to move my mic real quick. There. That might be... This, that might and be I'm going to have to refill podcast. my coffee here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. So let's get We've on We've had plenty this. of time so, while this stupid computer's been setting up. Clearly, we're all a work in progress still. Right? Wait a second. Why do I have my... Shambles. Why do I have my... My earbuds plugged into my computer and out of the microphone. <laughs> this is a disaster. Like, what the heck? I can't this is hear. a great start. What a can't disaster. Actually, this fits talk. perfectly with where I want to begin. This podcast. All right, there we go. This... I feel like he's the what, old shambles? man in the rocking chair over there. The <laughs> now I'm in my own ears. <laughs> no, this podcast isn't working. What up? <laughs> he just likes hearing himself now in his mic. <laughs> okay. We're a work in progress. Sure. Let's get this. And I was telling you before we recorded uh, this more just now before we started right. that I had a new idea, but something that we're going to have to wait till next year to start, next season. Yeah, because we want to we want it to be good. All throughout our time as soccer fans, as as English football fans, we have embraced this idea of the Premier League narrative. Yeah, it, it's a story that's told out every week. As as uh, put forth by our favorites men and blazers yeah raj and davo they talk yeah. about the script writers and the narrative all the time we embrace the narrative the narrative is fun and this week this past weekend the narrative was stunning it's amazing it was amazing on the pitch off the pitch next to the pitch you could argue that you can't write this stuff right? even in the courtroom it, it you can't yeah, in the courtroom you can't write this stuff you're exactly right Jeez. except play the law and order sound <laughs> What's dun, dun. yeah you know dun, exactly. dun. yeah the like in betweens the, when they show the oh yeah sure center court downtown that's enough duns yeah probably we're, we're done sure with that now um no but next season we're gonna write it in in hindsight oh we're gonna tell the story week by week 38 chapters if you will and we're going to see what the story looks like at the end of the year. It's just an idea. We're constantly coming up with ideas well, like it's this. It's going to be um, a biography, not an autobiography. Of a biography the of the 17-18 season with 38 chapters. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's a bestseller. In the meantime, this podcast will have to do for the narrative for the 16-17 season. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to go over the matches from this past weekend. We're going to go over the results of all 10 matches in the Premier League and give you all of the relevant fantasy data that you need for your uh, fantasy league. And we're going to give you a little extra, too. In fact, Brian has, let it, has informed I'm us. I'm excited about this. Yeah. I'm very excited about this, that, that he's got some nuggets I love us. it when Brian surprises yeah. us with, with things. Can I, can I say what it, can I give the title? Oh, yeah. Go Is ahead. that okay? All right. Yes. So you created a starting 11 of sadness. Delicious dish. <laughs> There's a lot of sadness this weekend. Oh right? no, that's a different idea. A d- no, a yeah, no, yeah. You're not Rachel. Yeah, Ray right sadness. Now. Yeah, sadness. And you've got a managerial staff. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like this week there's Start, starting the, eleven. Yeah, we have basically there each each match has somebody, and we'll get to it right away. 
I think it's just it was a weekend that was that was marked by significant sadness. I think we've reached that point of the season where there's there's the, some of the the disappointments are starting to weigh heavier. Hmm. Reality is starting to set in. Yeah, hmm. the har- the harsh the harsh winter of discontent. Of, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, the harsh winter of Premier League discontent is starting to finally cause the seasonal affective disorder for manager and player alike. And so there's there's one player at least, at least, from each club who's going to be our wow. our, sad, get, our sadness representative. I love it. I love wow. it. So you can just sit back and enjoy the emotional roller coaster that will be the next hour of this yeah. podcast. Wow. We'll jump right in with the league leaders. On to the matches. On to the matches. Leicester, nil. Chelsea, three. All the talk about whether or not Diego Costa. And that uh, sudden story Thursday and Friday about how he was dropped from the squad for uh, uh, on the, uh, a, a bust up. If you will, a row, a row with the. Uh, Is with it row the, or row? Uh, it depends on where you live. Well, I mean, how do the Brits say it? Because I feel row. like it, that's their word. We'll go row in their term. Yeah, let's go row. Punch. Okay. The official podcast definition and pronunciation will be row. Sure. That's what Costa did with Conti and a couple of uh, of fitness coaches. Yeah. Before or last week, because of an offer from a Chinese uh, club to join the Chinese Super League. Anyway, that we all thought that might affect. I thought it might affect the match. The performance of Chelsea. Yeah. Nope. Alonso Maybe if they were playing two. another team other than Leicester, which seems to be the, was, one of the poorest teams in the league. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I thought the King Power Magic might kick in with that late kickoff, but nope. Alonso scores two. Pedro scores one. Three nil Chelsea. Clean sheet for the defense. Now, if you're Chelsea, you don't want to be relying on Alonso. And Pedro, correct, to be carrying your goal scoring, right? But maybe it's Chelsea's year, man. Their luck continues. Yes, but the silver lining for every other club that we're going to talk about that's in that top six, yeah, they have to look and say this exact same thing that you did. It's the same thing I said. You're not going to get two goals from Alonso, who, by the way, was on his way out of the starting eleven until this match. Uh, widely suspected that Nathan Ake, who we talked about last week, was going to be replacing Alonzo. Not by me. I told you. On that left side. He comes in. He, you thought maybe, he'd start. I said no. You're right. You're right. And then maybe Alonzo uh, earned another starting I mean, spot for another year. Almost like he was playing for his position. Well, Ake was, we already said, uh, one of you guys said, reported last week that he was, he was really disappointed. He was distraught at, at well, the yeah, transfer. The, well, yeah, somebody else said that of him, just that he was coming out of the lineup from playing constantly for cherries going back to Chelsea and no guarantee and then then there was a report that Alonzo the fit they were Chelsea was worried about Alonzo's fitness and that, that Ake was recalled for the sake of coming in to take over for Alonzo and and everybody talked like the, it it ended up becoming something that I think the mirror was who said it first mm-hmm. Other people started picking up on it, including the Premier League. I mean, fantasy Premier League folks were talking about it by the end of the week. Of like, what do you do with Alonzo? Is he going to play? And it was, I think the I think the the final uh, word from them was wait and see. Mm. So, and that's what and, you did, and right, I, Brian? And I I own Alonzo. I have hold, he was my Chelsea choice of defender from the beginning. So I haven't sold him since. But I mean, he hasn't been scoring goals. Like, why would you choose him? 
Because he's the attacking guy. He's the one who is getting forward. With crosses. Almost, yeah, m- most of the time. So that's I, that's 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 a strategy that I think like, we could okay, talk about Okay, I see what you're saying. Point. So Victor Moses is playing as the other wing back, but he's a midfielder. Yes. The other three Chelsea defenders, Azpilicueta, Louise, and Cahill, are technically playing in the back three, so they're not really getting right. forward. Right. It's it's, to me, it's the difference between choosing Beller and over Koscielny. Uh, Right, it's, it's he's getting it's forward. Choosing Fuchs over Huth, right? Like it's it's that's most of the defenders that I have is I, I you know I have Patrick Van Onholt still like I you know I Danny Rose and Kyle Walker kind of function that way compared to mm-hmm. Toby Alderweireld. So and we're seeing a lot more um, clubs play with three at the back and play that wing back uh, having having wing backs. Uh, in a in a three five two type of setup or a three four two one or whatever it might be, and more and more, if they put defenders in those wing back roles, that's going to become just more options for us yeah. in defense. So that's that was my. I mean, that, those were the guys who I ended up I ended up with most of the time. So that was why I had Alonzo, and, and I was within I was within one click of of getting of transferring him out all week, and then even as soon as the free transfer showed up, swapping him out for Danny Rose, and I didn't do it. And there's Alonzo with the top score of, uh, for everybody for the weekend. And, uh, and now the number one scoring defender in Premier League scoring. So what are we to think, stunning. Chelsea, fantasy-wise, moving forward? The first thing you can think about is It's fun to the, talk about if Costa's the sad not man. there. Who's the sad man? Well, it's true. I, I, wanna, I, I definitely want to get to that in a second. Sad Diego Costa. But if you're... <laughs> Do you hear me? I think he wants oh, to sad, get there now. Sad Diego. You just brought it as right there. No, sad. we'll get to it. Oh, you, you <laughs> go ahead. It, you snuck it in there. <laughs> Keep going. You snuck it in. Is Di- is Diego Costa going to be there? Yeah, is, is is he going to be there? Well, we don't know yet. We don't know. It sounds like he is. He probably will be. But can they? Conte, the manager, has already at two different times prior reared. He and Diego have had disagreements, and he has kind of brought him back into the fold. He's been training by himself. Diego Costa, sad Diego Costa. For the past four. Some days. people did say that he he went in that he was in training. That the the last story of him training by himself that it was his day off, and that he hadn't trained for. You know, he didn't train all last week. He was in kind of like extra work. Mm-hmm. He was training by himself, and so it was kind of the is he is he training by himself because he's, you know, because he's the odd man out, or is it because he's a, right. such a hard worker he wants to get in some extra time on his day off, and so. On ESPN, ESPN, Gab Marcotti from ESPN talked about Diego Costa wanting to increase his current salary. From he's making one hundred eighty-five thousand a week, one eighty-five, which is around nine point six million pounds. Go up to two, at least two fifty. Feels like he right. should, feels like he should earn more, up to thirteen sure. million a year. Compare that to the everyone's reported money from China, which is thirty six million. I mean, that's a that is that's a, ridiculous. That's I mean, it's amazing if you're that's him. What I mean, and so that's the question from everyone: is Would you go for that mo- amount of money? And so everyone uh, everyone wants to make it about honor and say like, "What you don't football's not enough for you? You're not making enough money right. where you are." But, but you're like, not getting offered five times or ten. Was it four times? Four times the amount. Right? Take everyone listening should take their well, his current, current salary, multiply it by four, 
would you take? Would you go to another job somewhere else? Yeah, do the same thing somewhere else. Now China is not England, but would you do that for four times the amount of money? But it's four times the amount of money. So post match, Robbie. I'm not sure we have any listeners in China yet, so I'm not worried about Robbie Earl and Robbie Musto. Every every other player. I've never been to China, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, It's probably like Robbie Earl said. Uh, Not so sure. The Chinese league is the Chinese league football quality. You know, is it anywhere near the Premier League? No, no, it's second or third rate. Is if you're what you're Graziano Pelle right now, you're like the third highest player in the world, mm-hmm. or I mean, like other. You know, at least I think it was. You know, like, Oscar's getting paid nice, I and mean, that's exactly the guy that uh, was one of the Sky Sports pundits saying, "If you go to China, if Costa goes, not that there's any guarantee that he would, but if he does, he's basically saying my career's over, saying the same thing Oscar did." Like yeah. I'm done. But, I'm but done. How can Oscar's career be over though? I mean, mid twenties. Yeah, he's twenty eight. He's going there for that much money, right? And so you're not going to be better in yeah, two you're or three going years. Into, you're going into a yeah, lower maybe. tier of football that no one's going to watch. But you're getting paid, man. You yeah. are, but think about it. When you when you stop playing, you can be like the, Wenger and make make a bed of stack full of money. When you just when you're a player it. who can no longer get into the squad for a top tiered club, yeah, but it's just for Conte. You start Oscar would have started for well, he, okay, hold majority on, of, of that's my point. Premier League yeah, clubs. That's exactly what I was about to say. So you start to make that regression down the table. You start to see guys. They start to you know they go and and they start now for a mid tier tabled club, and then they go and and they're in the relegation battle, and and then they're in the lower leagues, and then by the time they're thirty seven, they're playing and. In the third tier, and we remember them during FA Cup third round weekend. Right. You know, Oscar was facing that, which also comes with diminishing wages, by the way. And instead, he chose to go to China and make more money while he could. He cashed in. And now that is fortune. That is going to be seen as as disloyal to many. Well, and but, or this, and or this, if no one else is making an offer for him during the January transfer window, and he yeah. wants to go play and get paid, that's true. Why not do that? That's I right. don't think you. I don't think. He can come back to the Premier League or this or La Liga, mm-hmm. and or possibly Bundesliga. I mean, Oscar's mm-hmm. not that old. I don't know his age. I, I should at this point because we said mentioned him enough. Brian? He's not, is he twenty eight? He's not twenty eight. I think he's twenty eight. I mean, Diego Costa's twenty eight. And if you're a footballer, things start slowing down th- after thirty, mm-hmm. right? So, at least a little bit for for a lot of guys. Unless well, there's Laton. The, well, the other thing that that the, the, the Robbie <laughs> yeah. said too is, would you go? And the, the other part, the other point is, it depends. They they. Both said it depends who I was playing for. If I was playing for Middlesbrough right now, and I got a huge offer from right. a team like that, right? Yeah, I'm probably going to go. But they still tried to make it too. Like, look, where, you're the your number. You're the top team. You're the top the team in the league. league. You're get your go get your silverware and then leave. Like, go, you know, earn the trophy. That's a lot go of money, though, man. Go do what somebody you know. Go do what you're probably not going to have much opportunity to do. You want to title with Chelsea career. two years ago? Right, well. So there you go. Let's bring it go back to paid. bring it back to fantasy though. It, what what, what are we what are we telling Costa owners to do right now? <laughs> that's a great question because I sold him I sold him a couple weeks ago. Well, you could kind of see this coming, right, Dave? You're like you're you're pretty prescient, you know. You saw this coming. I didn't see it coming. Sure, you but. Did. When I found out that he was on the ropes and he wasn't going to be playing, I mean, I could you can always buy him back, but yeah. you just got to wonder how the how the, how that will affect his form going forward. 
his last five games, and he didn't play in two of them. So, you know, it's 6-0, 6-2-0. And for someone costing what he is costing, when I can yeah. get someone like Harry Kane. Who's going to play. Like Defoe. Yeah. Like Zlatan. Like yeah. Lukaku. Like Lukaku. Yep. Okay, these guys are scoring, and they're playing, and they're not in bad terms with their team. Correct. If it's me, I'm going that direction. So we're selling. I, I agree. I think Conti, this win is only worse for Diego Costa because Conti is not going to feel like he's in any hurry to have to bring Costa back. And just when Conti is getting funny, <laughs> just when he's starting to – did you see the press conference where he took a bite of a reporter's cake? Yeah. He was no. having his cake and eating yeah, it Yeah, the reporter's eating cake. He said, he said he was very hungry. He hadn't eaten anything and asked if he could have a bite. <laughs> That's amazing. So cheeky of him. Very cheeky. And then and – then, Days mere, later, he's screaming, go to China. Later. I'm drawing the <laughs> yeah. line. I'm drawing – we're done with Chelsea. I'm so sick of Chelsea. We've been on them for way too long. Yeah, the listeners uh, are begging us to move on. Well, okay, so bottom line – Conti can be a little bit more patient now with Costa's return because they did win this match. We're probably recommending that you sell. There were other failed strikers in this match. Uh, I mean, Jamie Vardy did nothing. Batshuayi can't even start in place of Diego Costa. How is Vardy still 9.6 million? Who owns him? Who owns Vardy? 7.7% of fantasy Premier League players own him. That's people that gave up on the season. He's 14th in forward scoring, Jamie Vardy. Behind Sam Vokes, <laughs> who hasn't played much Amazing. lately. Either. Yeah. Amazing. Man, he's the John Stones of fantasy forwards. He might be. He might oh. be. For the season. Sad Diego Costa somewhere is not smiling. Sad Diego Costa is. Is he on the starting 11? He's your first. He's a starting striker. Your starting 11. Wow. For your sadness weekend. Very good. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Next match. Man United won. Liverpool won. James Milner scoring in the first half on a uh, penalty kick, uh, only to be canceled out by Zlatan late in the second half. Draw one point apiece. Ryan said it. It was very apropos. Uh, I don't know if you meant it to be like the, the old tagline for Miller Light Beer, it's Miller time, but you said it's Milner time. I never said that. Yes, you did. You said it's Milner time? I would never say that. <laughs> I didn't know Miller Lite was going to get a plug today. No, well, there not. you go. <laughs> that was completely unpaid. You know, good job, Sponsor Miller Lite. Miller Lite is the Stella it's Artois Milner cheap time. beer. <laughs> now they're never going to sponsor us. Uh, you know, this match was it was it was pretty exciting for a one-one. Yeah, it got better and better as the match went on. Yeah, it did. But I mean, I. Well, especially compared to the first time that they played each other, right? Nil nil. Nil nil. No yeah. one was looking. Yeah, there was to that. no. It was there a, was no. There was no bus parking. It no. was pretty open. Yeah, it looked like United was going for it. Minulet making saves. Yeah, saves and saves. Yeah, and nice ones. I, yeah. Well, my I was gonna say it. I should have probably just thrown it out there as soon as I thought it. But just to say that at least for the first half, if not, if not. Uh, Match hero Simone Mignolet. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, he should have got yeah. man of the match. I'm not sure who did. I think if Zlatan hadn't scored, he probably would have. Mm-hmm. And something to look forward to down the road too. And maybe if you want to jump on this as a fantasy owner, you you want you you, you could do that. When Coutinho came in after an hour, 
he he made a difference too. Well, he looked yeah. So Coutinho's got a I'm Coutinho's sure, last Coutinho's getting a big bump. Five games before he got hurt was three ten eight eleven and two. Yeah, that's good. He has seventy nine points. That's two behind Pogba, and Pogba hasn't missed any games. Yeah. Now I picked Pogba up this past week, and I played Pogba. Now it didn't it didn't pay off this week. No. But in my opinion, his form had been growing, and I think he's still going to continue to grow. He had chances. Yeah. He just didn't cash in this week. Paul Pogba, other than Wayne Rooney for me watching this, Paul Pogba, I mean, it was the obvious disappointment for everybody. Right. Paul Pogba was the, the disappointment of the match. If he makes that, if instead of trickling just past the goal, <laughs> if he scores right. on that early chance, yeah. It, it changes. Game is. Over. Completely different, and it's Pogba, different. and and he dabs with the best of them as yeah. soon as he's done, as mm. soon as the ball rolls sure. into the net, and he goes right straight into a new Adidas commercial. Mm, yes. Instead, that uh, beautiful yellow yeah. emoji on the side of his head oh gosh. continued to slide down his face with his sweat, <laughs> in the same way that his confidence did, sliding down, He'll down, down to the depths. He'll be fine. Listen, I, fine. I like Pogba going forward. I own him currently. And listen, I could end up being wrong. United schedule upcoming at Stoke Hull at Leicester Watford. That looks like a lot of wins and a lot of goals and some clean sheets. Yeah. Um, I'm Listen, for the next four games, if I'm a United fan and or fantasy fan, I'd have, I, I don't have a problem with someone owning a couple couple United players. The real, question, three. Though, Dave, the real question is, are you going to hashtag Pogba? Yeah, because as Man U, as Manchester United.com told us, he's the first Premier League footballer with his own Twitter emoji. Yes, Dave, even you can have your very own Paul Pogba emoji just by using the simple hashtag Pogba. That's amazing. It is amazing. How does Zlatan not this have is, one? I guess that little king, this is the already little king in crown a season emoji where, is already for Zlatan? This is in a season where he had emojis shaved into the side of his head as his haircut. Yeah, sure. A fire emoji, the 100 emoji, and for some reason the emojis of a saxophone, a farm tractor, and the division <laughs> symbol. <laughs> I don't know how I missed those. You didn't see that? No, I must have missed those somehow. A farm tractor. Um, I'm sure Pogba has never seen a farm tractor. Ibrahimovic, Scott, scored yeah. again. Your boy. Technically, it could have been ruled out for offside. Oh, that's for right. yeah. Everybody talked. Every everybody week. They did talk about that. Every, I mean, every week, another possibly, offside goal for United. It we wasn't the, the luckiest team that was offside. Well, okay. Valencia was offside, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. He wasn't directly involved with the play. There was multiple touches and passes after Valencia crossed it. Now, technically, you're right. The play should have stopped. I mean, come on. That's like saying no, no, that no, not no. Don't say technically anything. That's like saying that the rules Chiefs are rules. Dave. Holding this past weekend wasn't oh, actually gosh, a holding. Oh gosh, it's not an NFL football podcast. Actually, he was offside, but they they said the the sideline referee, the sideline of. Official? I mean, you're gonna miss a call every now and right. then. Right. He just was. He just wasn't in a position to see the line. Yeah. And so. And that's an excuse. Well. <laughs> no, they're just saying Scott no. Even perfection, it, I mean, they, of course, from his referees, no mistakes allowed. That's correct. That is it that just should so be the, happens. That, that should you be the hate standard. United, 
and that every time they have a, a mistake or they're the beneficiary of a mistake. They're the unluckiest team in the world. They're not. They happen to score. I don't I don't believe they are not. And, and Dave, do you, do you know me to be someone who, if, if another club were to score an offside goal, that I would say that that's okay? No, no, that's fine. Sure, I do happen to have a little bit more disdain for United. I don't. That doesn't mean United fans can't listen to this podcast. I'll give them fair treatment, but that goal should not have happened. That's fair, but I mean, we, we, and yes, I week. do demand. I'm not going to give mulligans to my referees before the matches start. Are they going to make mistakes? Yes. Do I demand perfection from them? That is the standard. Perfection. Perfection is the is standard. The standard. Absolutely. That's what they're striving for. You can't yeah. be perfect every match. No, I'm that saying they're not going to be. Narrative. If they're not going to be. If we referee mistakes, yeah. that would hurt our narrative. And we like good narratives. I, I'm i torn on that because you're not I mean, wrong. Why, why, they not do just, add. why not just replay everything? Oh, well, have, having a fourth official, a fifth the, official, the open, the, open the booth and be like, nope, goal disallowed. Valencia's offside. No, because that, that destroys that would be part great. of the game. That would be great. How's it destroy part, part of the game? game? They said that about the NFL before instant replay hasn't destroyed the NFL. Same thing for baseball. It hasn't destroyed baseball the last two years. No, it, don't, it won't destroy the game. They're actually testing it out in lower destroying leagues. Destroying the game is very harsh words. Yeah. I it think it would diminish it on some level. No, yeah, it'd just be different. Part of the, hey, you win some and you lose some. Did, did goal line technology ruin the game? Goal line technology is fantastic because that's a goal actually scoring. Uh-huh. This was a goal actually scoring. This came again. There was multiple things that happened. But should after the goal the have counted? Yes. Zlatan <laughs> headed it in the goal. No, because it shouldn't have gotten to that point in the first place. Why are we argue? It's always about Zlatan. It is about Zlatan. I hate that man. That dude is On awesome. A, a sports hate, not real hate. That dude yeah. is sports hate. Awesome. He is very good. He's when are we going to build a statue of, of him for this podcast? Uh, we need to make a we'll statue for him a statue so we can him. just have a statue for him in the room with um, us. I feel guilty saying I hate Zlatan. I don't hate Zlatan. I have nothing personally against I have, Zlatan. I, well, that's fine. I don't feel guilty saying I hate, I hate Chelsea. All right. Or well, Abramovich. I, I will confess something to you. Until Zlatan scored, I was going to tweet out that Regnar Klavan was the god of Manchester. <laughs> You you had you <laughs> I that was ready destroyed for your that destroyed your tweet. <laughs> it did. That destroyed your Slack comment. Oh, oh man, I hey, was that, ready listen, for it. In fairness, that was a fantastic he- header by Zlatan. It was a a weird kind of little short cross. He just perfectly. What I was going to say in. is, I think that I think that it's a good thing that it wasn't an immediate play. Like you were saying, Dave, it could have been a much, much bigger controversy. Right, had it been I an agree. Immediate offside cross that then was headed in. There was enough of a buildup prior to with so many, yeah, like so many things happened. Valencia sticking with it, good on him. I mean, it was it was chaos that whole yeah. Thirty seconds. And so seconds. for yeah. him to get back in there enough to pop the ball back up to Zlatan. Yeah. Good, I mean, it, good, good on Valencia. Yeah. Fellaini hit the post before that. You know, it's like right. yeah. there was crazy things happening. Um, you, you want to name their? You want to name your? You want to name your next sad? Yeah, who's do sad? we have a sad player here? Yeah, who is who's it? Sad? Dull Pogba. Oh, I think he's the sad guy here. Pogba, dull, is a sad? I think emotionally dull and dull and uh, dull Pogba and in his uh, in his physical reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the hilarious thing that Dal Pogba, Paul Pogba, 
Dahl. Dahl. Yeah. Paul Pogba. Yeah. He, uh, the hilarious reaction to him uh, when the urge to dab uh, strikes you at the wrong time when he threw his hands up in the air. Mm, yeah. To hit that. He was sad. The dumbest, <laughs> the dumbest handball that anyone's ever had. Yeah, that was, that was a bad one. No question about it. Hey, go, so that's mo- your next guy. Moving forward. That's not I a bad think, starting 11 to start no, with. No, we've got a re- yeah. really, really good. Pogba. Yeah, yeah, it's excellent. They're very sad. Listen, Clavon, going forward, I think is not a bad defender. Aaron. I no. still want Nathaniel Klein when he's healthy. That's fair, but I'm talking but about... Give, give me Clavon's numbers. Give me... Well, I mean, it's it's okay. Nine two five one two. I think Liverpool's defense is better than people get credit for. He yes. hasn't been playing a lot, so he doesn't have this great resume of numbers sure. this year. But Liverpool's defense, I think, has been somewhat underrated. And I think for his cost at 4.6 bazillion, bazillion pounds, that's a decent own because I like to spend a little in my defense. Now, I think he only played in this match because of the FIFA concerns with Joel Matt. With Matip. Yeah. I, I, so I can't So if Matip, Lovren, and Klavan are all healthy, who is the odd man out? I think Klavan is. You think Klavan uh, is? He's played very well. Even though when he has played, mm-hmm. Liverpool's mm-hmm. record, defensive record, has been very good. You're absolutely right. Okay. But I don't think they sit Lovren. All right. Interesting. All right. So let's keep an eye on it. And and I'll just, uh, the final word on this match, I'll just say. Firmino's it was been ice cold. Ice cold. For, for whatever reason. Yep. I, I, still, I like Coutinho I still and Lalana for me. With obviously sure. Mane is gone with, with the Afcon, Lalana and Coutinho. I don't have the prices in front of me. How comparable are Firmino and Coutinho's costs? Firmino is eight point four and Coutinho is eight point three. Oh, so you might want to sell Coutinho, Firmino for Coutinho. Then. Coutinho's just gone up because he was at eight point two, okay. and he's the fifth most transferred. I would absolutely agree, Scott. I would rather own Coutinho over Firmino. That's an easy buy. If I'm buy. a Firmino owner, I would yes, easy absolutely. easy transfer there. Yeah. And uh, I don't want any part of Sturridge or Origi. No. Too much inconsistency in yes. playing time. Even when they do, they haven't been producing. Yep. I don't want any part of it. Devaniel Sturigi. Yeah. 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 United's draw was a fair result. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. It was a f- based on the whole of the hey, 90 for, minutes. For anyone fair. else in the top five or six, it's a good result. Both of them taking one point. Both dropping two points. There you go. Tottenham 4, West Brom nil. Spurs benefited from the draw. They're now second yep. in the table. Yep. Uh, wow. Harry Kane, three goals. Gareth McCauley, some of our listeners definitely own Bad him. Bad week for McCauley. Yeah. Own goal for McCauley. <laughs> Negative per- three in his scoring. This Fantasy week. Premier League saying that somewhere out there, two people, triple captain Gareth McCauley. Two people this two week. People did. Triple captain McCauley against... Spurs who have been crazy hot. You have to click that button. You 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 do. You you have to accidentally triple captain that. Oh no! What have I done? (laughs) Triple captain Gareth McCauley. Is that that's negative nine? That is a minus a lot. (laughs) That's so worse. No, there's been a couple times that that Aguero's had like a minus one or like I think even one time minus two, and we we've discussed this. People triple captain him, but that's Sergio Aguero. Yep, that's not a bad triple captain. You just picked a bad week to do it, right? Right. It's just bad luck. But triple captaining McCauley in the granted, it's two people out of five million people plus or whatever. Yeah, in in the defense of. Of the sheer randomness of the of the Premier League season, that who knows no, who's going no to defense. do something at any point. 
it would be, I guess, the equivalent of saying like I've got, I've got a million dollars, and the Powerball lottery is is really high. I'm gonna buy a million lottery ticket with sure. all of this. Right, right. And I'm gonna really go after this. Hopefully, that was someone who has more than one league. I don't even know what that meant. <laughs> Look, Gareth McCauley, not a good week. Yes, you if do. you triple captain him. <laughs> You deserve your negative nine. That's that's all I'm saying there. So, Harry Kane, though, thirty. If you captained him, I think it was thirty-four points. That was a lot for of him. points. I think there's a lot. Yeah, Scott, do you? Cap- that was that was me. Captain yeah. him. Yes, I did. Scott and Brian had massive. They haven't got to it yet. I'm going to brag on them. Thanks, man. <laughs> you guys arguably had your best weeks all year, Brian. You, I definitely did. You killed it, and Scott, you killed it as well. Yeah, I finally cracked the top fifty thousand players for the week. I had ninety-two, you crushed it. 92 yeah, points. Ninety-two points. Week. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I thought I was having an okay week, and then I checked your lineups, and I was like, oh, geez. Well, it was you guys a, were it crushing. It was largely it. thanks to Harry Kane and some other folks. We can talk about. Well, I had Alonzo too. I think with Spurs, there's a him, lot to talk about. Harry Kane, Walker and Rowe. Well, all right, Harry Kane. Obviously a break. No, uh, by the way, all, we can go right back to what we said a few weeks ago. Look at their schedule. Yes. That's right. We They can only go up, we said, especially Harry Kane. He can only go up, and then here we go one week later. It only took one match for our words to come true. Pick Harry Kane, Christian Eriksen, Deli, Kyle Walker, Danny Rose, Toby Alderweireld, and maybe, if you feel like it, Lloris. Hugo Lloris. But I don't know what you would bother with Lloris for. Pick any three of those guys and and own them and own them happily for the rest of the season. The Spurs have been in great form. Kane They are otherworldly right now. Yep. Erickson and Ali. Erickson and Ali are they are telepathic, David. Yeah. Ali's pass, his little his little flick over the defense for Kane's third goal was was pretty pretty ridiculous. Beautiful. No, Here's another thing too that we need to we need to recognize. Tottenham has gone to the last couple of weeks. They have gone to a three four three like Chelsea and the Robbies were mentioning this to give them credit on their podcast. It almost fits Tottenham better, yeah, with their personnel to play that formation because, because of Rose and Walker. Rose and Walker, yeah. love to get forward. And and we mentioned this about a month ago that Pochettino has released them. That used to be one of them had to stay back. But now they can both get forward because they're playing in this wingback position. I almost like that they started out in a back four and have now only recently converted to this back three because they've learned how to discipline themselves to have to stay back and play in defense yeah. when necessary. Yeah. Their natural well, <clears throat> instinct, you can tell, is to bomb forward down, down the wings. Last year, best defensive record in the league. This year, again, best defensive record, best defensive in, the record in the league. And the big Spurs stat that a couple people th- were throwing out this weekend. They've only allowed five goals. They've allowed 14 goals total, which is the, top, the yeah. best in the Premier League. Right. Hmm. They've only allowed five goals from open play out of that 14. That wow. Five goals from open play. Keep in mind, Toby Alderweireld missed basically eight and a half matches. Huge, and he's their best defender. Including two of the most important ones they've had this year at Arsenal and, again, and at Chelsea. Danny Rose missed five games this season. Yeah. They are still number one defensively. I want to say this. Spurs, this is their best game of the year. 72.9% possession, eight corners, 21 shots, 11 on target. West Brom, 27% possession, zero corners, zero shots on target. Three total shots. Three total shots. Yeah. 
this game couldn't have been more dominant. And this is a West Brom team who has been really good. They're eighth in the table. This is not a slacking or lacking no. West Brom team. Yep. They've yeah. been scoring the and they Spurs were shut down. Were ridiculous. Yep. Their schedule upcoming, like Brian has said, they're at City this week, which is going to be fantastic. I hope they oh. demolish them. I hope the Spurs demolish City. And then they're at Sunderland, Middlesbrough, at Liverpool, which will be fantastic. So their upcoming schedule, two of the four, difficult. And after that, like Brian said, it until, is until May. It is a cakewalk. Spurs own as many as you can. They are on fire. And I assume, Brian, you'll cover this in more detail at the end of the podcast, but uh, Jan Vertonghen had a pretty oh, serious-looking injury. Yeah. Uh, but based on what you were saying, with other guys being hurt and them being able just to slide other guys in their place and, and, and move forward just fine, they should yeah. be able to Well, and that's what Pochettino said, is that it's not bad enough. They don't feel like they need to do anything significant in the tr- in the transfer period to cover it, that they feel confident. They're going to plug Vimmer in. Vimmer and, or, and, ben, and this or ben, ben Davis. And this is uh, what I was going to bring up. Both are, guys are cheap. Yeah, Vimmer sure. is 4.6. And again... I'm always trying to find a defender who plays, has a chance at clean sheets. So if Vimmer plays at 4.6 for Vertonghen, who is out possibly six to seven weeks, I th- they th- I think at least. I don't know if they've said officially yet. That, to me, is a great own. If I can own a guy that cheap on that team getting clean sheets moving forward. I don't mean to oppose everything you're saying this week, but I wouldn't buy him yet. I don't see City being shut out for a second week. In That's row. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Wait. Uh, that's a good point. Scott. I'm not saying Spurs are no, going to no, no, lose, no. but that's, that's a really good point. You could wait. You could wait one. You more. heard it here first, Scott. We be guaranteeing Manchester City gets back on track and beats Spurs next week. Didn't didn't guarantee that. As long extra, as Claudio extra. Bravo continues to stay in goal for City, <laughs> they will continue uh, to suck. <laughs> the man of the losers of the match. Oh yes, Ben Foster. Oh. Ben Sad. Foster eight, had a whale of a game. Eight saves. And if it wasn't for Ben Foster being amazing, it would have been 12 nil. Yeah. Yep. Kane would have had five. Good on you again. Foster. Yet again, Ben Foster. Foster was amazing. He, he got two fantasy he points. He deserved for it. more than two fantasy points. There have been two discounted goalkeepers we've talked about owning all year long Tom Heaton and, and Ben, ben Foster. Foster. Those are the two, actually, that I own. I've avoided the expensive top six keepers. Yep. Uh, or the, the bad top six keepers sure. yeah. uh yeah. insert carius and bravo's names here uh however uh, you know heaton and foster you can't go wrong this week though if you played foster over heaton you made a mistake and yeah, you deserve sure. to have given up four goals look real quickly i'm going to say this I, I did something interesting well i could save it for later i sold foster this week really yep i sold foster this week only because i was trying to make up money for somewhere else and I did something, and I, I don't know why it took me this long to kind of realize it, but Heaton has been a, a top-scoring goalkeeper mm-hmm. all year. Like, mm-hmm. he's first or second, right? He's in the top three. He's second. So if Heaton doesn't play, let's say he gets injured, who comes into play? Well, the guy, he missed two games early in the year, and Robinson came into play. So Robinson's 4.0. So I sold Foster at 4.6, or 4.7. I sold him. And then I picked up Robinson to back up Heaton because if I'm going to continue to just play Heaton every week, you could have you could have saved yourself an extra point one, and I'll tell you how later. Okay. Well, interesting. Uh, second thing, you see what I'm saying? Though? I'm just yeah, hand, I know exactly. I know exactly your fantasy what you're football. Yeah. yeah, this is not a NFL this is football. not a this is not a football podcast, no, but in fantasy football, 
if you have a running back and or other player, oftentimes it's called a handcuff. Yeah. Where you get the backup to him. Yeah. So if so if your guy gets hurt, he comes right in. That's brilliant. In goalkeeping, this works in the Premier League. Dave, Dave, that's that's one of the. I'm not sure why it took me this long to figure this out. That's good. That's really good. So I'm just committing to Burnley's. I'm committing on. This is what I'm committing to. You're committing <laughs> the to stout you're walls you're... of Turf Moor. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're every other game that Burnley plays at Moore. home. I'm, I'm sorry. Every other game they play is at home. Right. Turf Moor is the impenetrable fortress. Yeah, they're good. Uh, you want your... Uh, We're not even on Burnley yet. You I want just wasted sad, all my Burnley You want your stuff. sadness? I want to know. So who's, sad. Sad, who's sad here? Tony Blueless. Oh. Tony Blueless. What was his excuse this time? Or Gloomy Peeless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. Keep I going. just think he's. I just think Tony he's. A sad, I just think he's. Uh, I think he's just a sad man. I just. I'm just assuming that he never looks. Have you ever seen him look? At, it's a really good point, Brian. I've never seen him look ha- happy. Well, you're, no one's happy about losing four 0 That's for no, sure. no, no. Yeah, that, I, that, I'm sure that was West Brom's worst hey, game of the season. But the next six for West Bromwich Albion, Sunderland yep. at Middlesbrough, yep. Stoke at West Ham, Cherries, Palace. Yeah. Really good. It's if a you good zoom run. out, like we say, I you think need there to are do. goals there. I don't know necessarily clean sheets. I still but like Matt Brunt. Phillips, Rondon, yeah. and Brunt, and Brunt. Yes, I think are excellent owns. Yes, and we like to zoom out. People like to take the immediate into account only. But if you zoom out, like you said, I could very easily see us in February saying West Brom challenging for Europe just on the hey, basis of West these next Brom, six matches. That's good. the thing. Yeah, sure. They just ran into a buzzsaw. That's it. Right. They got Spurs. Best game of the year. Like, Spurs were, were amazing. Great. Spurs would have beat anyone else in the league that game. That was yes. great. Spurs wouldn't beat anyone that game. So it's just yeah, nothing bad on West Brom, yeah. even though you hate Tony. Blueless. I just Blueless. Think he's a whiner. Well, Tony he, Blueless. He's That's gonna nice. have to compete for the sideline. Oh, I like it. Wow, That's a teaser. Swansea nil, Arsenal four. The goals. The sad line. In, Come on, you gunners! The goals in this one. Olivier Giroud, Jack Cork, Kyle Naughton, Alexis Sanchez. Man, Half of those were that, Swansea That's names. a lot of Swansea players. <laughs> that's not fair to Alex Awobi, who had a great yeah, game. Wobie, Probably Awobi's really best game of the year. He forced both of those own goals. Hey, I think Dave, it's a little unfortunate. For the Premier League themselves, four goals for Arsenal in four. Four away matches. It's the most that they've had in one season since 2002. Away go- or own goals? No, no. Sw- Arsenal has scored four goals in four different away, away matches, matches. Oh, on wow. the season. It's the most they've had since 2002. Another favorable it, stat. It seems it's the Gunners' yeah, but- title to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. Arsenal it has been weird on the road the last couple of years. They've, all, they've, always, they've been better on the road, it seems like, than at home. And yeah, I don't know why that Emmerich is. Yeah, because Emmerich is a cemetery. I wish I could argue against that, but it's unfortunate. They- I was all too eager to jump on Twitter after this match and point yeah. out the fact that Bob Bradley's first match as Swansea manager yeah. was, was against Arsenal at the Emirates. Yeah. He lost 3-2 in what was a very exciting A match. very spirited Swansea Correct. game. Paul Clement had a decent Swansea uh, you know, defensive style, high press, uh, tempo kind of thing going on for about 40 minutes. And then it all just collapsed. Bob Bradley loses 3-2 at Arsenal in his first match. Paul Clement loses 4-0 at home to Arsenal. What exactly are you saying, Scott? I'm saying that this was redemption for Bob Bradley 
We love you, Bob Bradley. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, sure. Brad- hey, Bradley got the raw end of the deal. He should have never got the job in the first place, um, but he definitely got the raw end of the deal once yes, he had the job. Correct. Is this ultimately is this ultimately ultimately also redemption for Francisco Guidoline? Who? Francesco. We're kidding. <laughs> Francisco. Who, who remembers that he started the match? Uh, started the season as Swansea manager. Franci- what was By his the way, first name again? You I could say like, I just feel like it was so long ago. This is not redemption for Guidoline. He had the summer to build this squad, and and Bradley and Clement are paying the price fair. on the sideline for having to play with Guidoline's players. Okay. All right. Let's let's. We already had enough, that's enough Swansea talk. Gilfy. Gilfy. He's been ice cold. He's yeah. been. Two, no. two, two, seven, and two. I, I don't want anything to do with Gilfie. No, no, right and I, no. We said that. Oh, I said a couple weeks ago. This this run of matches for Swansea in this team form until they sort a little bit out. I don't. I I. If sort, I'm Gilfie, I, I I'm am, behind closed doors. No. I'm like, hey, you guys want to sell me? I'm up for it because Swansea's getting relegated. I love Gilfie, but the the but I sold him too because they had basically five in a row here yeah, that are just, that, that were tough. That are just yeah. really tough. Yeah. After that, I will find a way to get him back in the side. Okay. But but not I'm going to have to see right something now. before he uh, before I bring him back. Giroux and Alexis still have to own it. I mean, both scored. Giroux is red hot right now. Giroux, Giroux's well, like last nine starts we'll in all competitions he's scored. Once we get he, did, to he, our did, he did pick up a little bit of a knock. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We will right. see. Alex uh, Awobi, listen, I, I start him up. Alex Awobi, his last five matches, 2, 3, 11, 2, and 10, but he's a 5.8. If you're looking to to have a, a Matt Phillips-ish def, uh, midfielder, mm. someone who who is has a chance at points and has been in good form, Alex Awobi is not a bad idea. I don't like Ozil. The, the, what, the production you're getting right now for his cost, I don't like. Theo Walcott is out till the thirty first, but his he's his points are still around ninety, and he's still a seven point five. I think when he gets healthy, he's he will be back in the starting lineup, and he'll be a fantastic owner. Uh, very good Arsenal insight there. Uh, my understanding is you also have a, a little bit of an Arsenal moment to give us. Is that oh, right, Dave? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always very tried special to. letter that you've written this week. I did, I did. I felt like Brian. That one player on Arsenal might need a letter written to him. Yeah, definitely. He needs at least a would strong, that player at least a strongly worded to, letter. Would that player <laughs> happen to be on your sad eleven? Yes, he is. Ooh. Who is that player, Brian? Alexis. Alexis Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I, yeah, I wrote, I wrote Alexis a letter. I just wanted okay. to Make set that set that sure, up. Sure. Great. This is my first letter to an Arsenal player directly. So I hope he gets it and understands it. Can I go where I usually go whenever you read these things? Of course. The toilet? Sure. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Dear Alexis, as the deep, loving Arsenal fan that I am, I am humbled and honored that you would choose to play for us. Since your arrival, you have been Arsenal's best player. You score goals, you assist, your work rate is endless, and your passion to win is inspiring. But you have a problem that we need to work on. Have some maturity. Have some professionalism. It's okay to be upset at teammates when they aren't giving enough. But when the manager subs you out with 12 minutes remaining on the clock, 
Many games upcoming. Europe football, championship level football, FA Cup games, Premier League games. Be okay with getting some rest. The team needs you. I need you. Pull it together, man. Love Dave. Love Dave. I like it. Alexis Sanchez. Alexis Sanchez. I mean, head down. I wish there was a more direct rhyme for pout or... Um, Who was more pouty, him or Pep Guardiola? Oh, Sanchez. I mean, it and, was the biggest... And Pep's, I... and Pep's pout was more... It looked more like a, an introspective kind of like, what am I doing with with my life <laughs> on the sideline? Where Sanchez is like, he's not even in a seat. Yeah. He's sitting on the ground with his coat pulled it over his head. It was embarrassing. Listen, And his tiny shorts, obviously not much covering his legs. I completely backed him last in the Burnmouth game when after the game yes. he was really upset. Yeah. Okay, this game I cannot back him. Okay. That pouting attitude, I get that you don't want to be pulled off the game. But come on, man. Are you kidding me? There's we're up four nothing with twelve minutes left. The team has nothing to gain for you being in there. Be okay with getting pulled. More the goals. manager wasn't doing you a disservice. He was actually kind of sort of honoring you, saying, hey, we need you later. I need to rest you. Have a seat with freaking 12 minutes left. And quit being a pouty freaking baby and sitting on the sideline like you're 12 years hey, old. Hey, you already read your letter. Sad chest. You already read your letter to the guy. <laughs> you should have given him that, Brian. You need to reread Jeez. your letter? Maybe. The real stuff. Very good. All right. I'm Dear die. pouty baby, you're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. Excellent. <laughs> Everton four. Manchester City nil. Shocking. Romelu Lukaku, Kevin Morales, Tom Davies, Adamola Lookman. Hey, Kevin Morales had himself a game. So did Ross Barkley. Hey. Surprisingly, hey, yeah. look who's like, motivating uh, his players, Ronald Koeman. Yeah. Getting under, lighting a fire, getting underneath their... Uh, I don't want to say that train's going again, but I'm just saying it's not really that surprising. Although they are playing against probably one of the worst defenses in the league. This does come just a couple of days after he said there are players here who won't be here, who don't need to be Everyone Everton seemed players. like they wanted to be there this weekend. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. Or maybe they just want to look good on their way out and, and, and be attractive to potential suitors. Brian, we always love fascinating stats. Yeah, I love The them. stats in this game. Yes. If I were to tell you there was one team that had 70.8%, six corners to three of the other team, 13 shots on goal, five on target. But, the other, but that, that team lost nil four. That's shocking to me. Wow, the, the, that's crazy. The stat that that they can that they should just hang over the it's they should put it on all of the. Do they have bulletin boards in the in Premier League? Locker I'm sure room? they do. If there's a banner that they hit on the way out of the locker room or something, they should just change it to say four shots on target, four goals conceded. Yeah. Wow. Now, nice, nice what was, work. What was Claudio Bravo's a save percentage there? That would be 0. 0.00 because he made no <laughs> saves. He had uh, the game. four. There was four shots on target. Four shots on target. Four, four goals. Four goals. He allowed Claudio four. Bravo. The greatest. Now, I mean, every week, this has to be the greatest Hold theater on, for Joe Hart. 
He's oh, in yeah. Torino. Just he has to watch. Yeah, this and and, just uh, laugh. and everyone is. I mean, this is so beyond ridiculous. Joe Hart made an amazing save in a match this week. Yeah. that has made people say, "Look at what you've done." Of course. Pep Guardiola and his, in his, his pompous, defense, though, his pompous yes, attitude. He absolutely is stubborn. Enough bad things can't happen to him. He's, pompous. He's taken over Mourinho's role for me of the manager yes. I want to hate the most. Yes, Guardiola, Mopey, man, too. Mopey manager. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sad. Uh, Sad manager. Well, yeah. Well, he, we, he has to be we the had manager. Thrown him, of the, yeah, definitely. Of the he, yeah, he and 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 Tony Blueless are gonna yeah. are gonna have to fight for top, no, there's no top sad line sure. manager position. <laughs> sad line. Uh, Pep Sadiola, <laughs> or as I think I like to call him, Depressed Melancholiola. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sad on this, looking down for three minutes, just. I know. Just sitting there. Yeah. And like he's thinking about, like he's rethinking everything he's ever done in his entire life. He's realizing. Maybe he realizes how hard this league actually is. Or maybe he's thinking, maybe I do want to buy some defenders in the January transfer window, even though I said I'm happy with the squad that I have. In Claudio Bravo's defense, not that I want to go very far defending him, but in his defense, a couple of those goals could not be saved. Could not be saved. He has no central defense in front of him. There's no one there. Brian, do you happen to have it in front of you, uh, John Stones' ownership? I'm going to ask you for that here in just a minute. Right, John Stones, I, I, Nicholas Odomendi, like these guys cannot protect Bravo in the net. Hey, hold on, hold on. Right, I ahead. will say this. Go ahead. City's defensive record wasn't this bad last year, and these are the same guys who were playing defense last year. Well, okay? A year no is one a was. Long time. No. Ask Chelsea. Things can change from year to year. Who was uh, who was the city uh, manager last year? I can't think of it. Pellegrini. Yeah. Cl- Manuel Pellegrini. Hey, Manuel pa- Pellegrini last year, he didn't have this problem with Odomendi and John He Stones. looks like he was a great manager in hindsight. And what do you mean looks like? He is a great manager. He is, but I'm just saying he looks better and better now that, that City Pep's the one struggling. that looks like he doesn't know what, what the hell he's doing. True. And I love it, the fact that that every single week, you're quick. When he stands in front of the media, and the media asks him all these questions, it almost like, like he's so prideful and stubborn. It reinforces the fact that he's not going to change change anything, and that's which is fascinating because now even if he wanted to change something, he like can't. he's so prideful, yeah, it would be like he can't do it. But as an Arsenal fan, doesn't that make you a little happy? Absolutely. I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't have any ill will towards City. They they have some great players. I I just I, Pep's a jerk. Yeah, he's he a is. stubborn, prideful jerk. Yeah, and he has taken over as the my most not hated manager. Used in the to Premier losing. League. He's not used to losing, and now he is, and he doesn't know. What he to took do. the worst beating as a manager he's ever had this this That's past right. week. That's right. And I love it. Is it rock bottom? That's the question. People, but here's the, here's the thing. When when he sells Joe Hart and brings in Bravo, people were doubting it. Media were like, "You sure you want to do this?" He's right. Like, oh yeah, I need someone who can play with his feet, mm-hmm. and this and that, and and then he starts with his build up style, and and it took about ten weeks. Mm-hmm. It took about ten weeks, and I, I can't remember. Maybe Klopp was the first one to play him. I can't remember, or maybe it was Pochettino, the first person who knew how to play against him. Because I remember Pochettino's record when Southampton played him was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, very good. When they played him and they pressed him from the back 
and don't let them build up. Yep. And ever since they someone put the blueprint out there, everyone except Arsenal, thanks Wenger, you dumb. <laughs> everyone else played that same way, and look at the results. Their city has been struggling. Yeah. Anyways, that's enough. All right. So real quickly, I don't want to own De Browner right now. I could own Sterling. I could own Sterling because of, of his price. It, well, his last five, Sterling's last five nine nine two five two. That's not bad. He's mm-hmm. and he's a seven point seven. I'm definitely don't want anything to do with Aguero right now. For Everton, Lukaku, man, his last five two eight two eleven five. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's back up. Um, what was interesting about Everton this week, Scott, is our guy Holgate. I know got in the game back three. And that's why, because yes. they were playing a back three. Yes. And, of course, the other team who might be set up to play with the personnel they have with Baines and Coleman, Seamus, Brian, yeah, man. curse him, th- but they can get he up only field. only assist. I can't totally curse him, plus I was happy with this. No, sure. But Seamus and Baines love to get up the sidelines, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're excellent at it. Those guys are good Holgate buys. comes in and plays part of the back three. Yep. Holgate is a 4.1. Now, this is his first game starting. This is the first time they've committed to this formation. But, again, I'm fear me, I love to spend a little on the defense as I can. For guys that play, Holgate is a 4.1. He had five points this past week. I'm just saying – I am absolutely keeping an eye on that guy. If he has two starts in a row, and then I'm picking him up. If You're on he, fire, Dave. You're on fire. Bring him back up. Mason Holgate. This is good stuff. 685,000 people still own John Stones. 15.6% ownership. Let's get that What's down that there, percentage? folks. What's the percentage? 15.6%. It's still down from 167 so last week. High. We're getting there. Still so high. How many points did he have this past week? He had one. That yeah. didn't help his 78th place much, did it? My fantasy no, half point. He had zero. Yeah, zero is even better. My fantasy half points going to Bradley Lowry. I don't you probably saw the pictures. Uh, he oh, was boy, he was yeah. the yeah oh. one of the mascots. Romelu Lukaku carried him out. He's got a terminal illness. He's a Sunderland fan, but Everton have been supporting him in his fight. That's awesome. Against his cancer. Yeah, That's so he really was out stuff, on the pitch. Uh, one of the probably one of the best parts about it was he had the Sunderland kit on, and on the back it said "Thank you, Everton," and they tweeted with the picture and they said "You're welcome." And it was awesome. That's so, great. Fantasy half point to Bradley Lowry and to Everton. I was gonna say and to Everton. Yeah. West Ham 3, Crystal Palace nil. The goals from Sofian Faguli, finally. Yeah. All oh. they need to do is get rid of Payet. All it took was Payet. And Faguli would be amazing. Sorry, childish. No one's more childish than the only person that could be more childish than Sanchez, Dimitri I don't Payet. know. I don't know about that. Wow, okay. Uh, Lanzini also scored. He could also benefit from Payet's uh, absence. But the goal of the match could also be goal of the season. Andy Carroll. What is going on with like every single week? Someone else putting up what we like to say a goal of the season. I know. I mean, how do you how do you pick? Andy Carroll hits one of the best bicycles I've ever. Second to Rooney's bicycle, I think. Yeah. Against City years ago. Yep. Andy Carroll's bicycle was absolutely yeah, destroyed that amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I love to see you know honestly Antonio with three assists. Yeah, he first, assisted all three. First goals. hammer to have three assists in a match in seventeen years. Awesome. I would love. Uh, I, and of I, course, I, only, I sold him this week. Of I didn't course. watch much of the NBC halftime show. You don't believe in people. I do believe in it. You know what? You know why? I'm, you know why you, you want to pay attention to this? Though, is because Antonio and Carol fought in this match in the right way. I mean, like they. They worked hard. They cared. They put in as much effort as oh, they yeah. possibly could. Andy as if Carroll to say, can play for me any day. 
We like are always, going to do this. He can just never this. stay healthy. It was an amazing. I I get excited about watching guys who are who are you know playing hard fighters fighters yeah. in, in a good way. Give me some not in the Antonio. Fernandinho yeah, way, but in the awesome right way. Yeah, for that. This yeah. was amazing to watch, and and uh, the NBC guys. I think it was Robbie Musto. Another line that he said: "I'll take eleven Mikhail Antonios yeah. over oh, eleven absolutely. Dimitri Payet." Not, yeah, not even a question. I now, love Robbie Musto. Oh yeah, yeah. I like brilliant. That. We you should, Robbie look we should get like. him. We should get Robbie on here. Payet is probably on his way out. He wants to go Pod, back to Marseille. Pod Dole's bringing Robbie Musto. On. Allegedly, it's for family reasons, yeah, which here, I can get behind that, but not the way he's doing. Well, it. I was gonna say, yeah, and that's the problem. So part of it is that he got that. The, the player bonus, like a million yeah. dollar player player bonus earlier yeah. in the season, but Scott the Sky report on him it make at least it makes it a little bit. I feel like it softens yeah. it a lot. Uh, the reporter Cave Solhicol, mm. sure. Uh, nothing against West Ham. The first thing to make clear, Pyatt has nothing against West Ham. Nothing against the fan. Nothing. Nothing against the squad at all. By moving to Marseille, he'll be taking a considerable pay cut. Yeah, it's uh, he's making around one hundred twenty-five thousand pounds a week at West Ham. If he makes the move, he'll be taking a thirty percent pay cut, made less than a hundred thousand a week. He's making the move. He, I mean, there better be like a parent. He wants or to move back Ill. simply that his wife and three young children have not settled in England. They are struggling to adapt to life in London. He's turned down massive offers to go to China and turned down expressions of interest from other clubs in England. He wants to go home because his family has not settled here. That's the that is the official. Statement and report. You know and, what that is, Scott? That's an it, easy excuse. It's tough to get mad at. That's what that is. Uh, I say it's- <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I you know what? I, I, again, London you can't. You is can't the most justi- international city in the world. You can't. You cannot justify the methods that he's using to do this. You cannot. But I understand the reason. I think we all can get behind that reason. Uh, but you know, if it's you gotta, true, you got to do it a different if way. If it's true, uh, yeah, that's fair. I, you got to do it a different way. He's not doing it the right if way. If I'm a Hammer fan, Brian, Pyatt can suck my balls. <laughs> well, look, I don't think anybody's happy about him holding the team hostage so that he can just Soccer get out balls. of there. That yeah. what I mean. No, you don't Benjamin. have to clarify. I wish you would just. Sure. I wish you wouldn't have said it at me in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Simone Zaza saga. Is over. Over. Signed with Valencia. Who's Happy that? trails, Simone. No. Is he the sad one? He is not. Big sad Allardyce. Sad. Big sad Allardyce. Allardyce. Is he yeah. on staff too? Well, wait, wait, reason- wait. I'm sorry. Crystal Palace was involved in this match? That's exactly why. <laughs> the last thing I want to say is I've come here. The last thing I want to say, I've come here and not been able to save Crystal Palace with a track record which has never had that blemish on it since I've been in the Premier League. I don't want that. Mm. The hard task to take on. It always scares you when you first come into a new managerial job. I'm scared to not keep Crystal Palace up. Mm. Is big sad saying that. And he's good at doing it. He's yeah. good at keeping clubs up. And I think sad he should be nervous. Because they do not have a friendly schedule. Wow. At all. Nope. And you know Palace is Palace is in trouble. And they're missing again. They're missing Zaha to the African yeah. Nations Cup that it's that's now yes. ongoing. And they are very <clears throat> excuse me, very active in the transfer market right now. You know, West Ham has been as well, but Crystal Palace is going after a lot of guys trying to sign reinforcements. You can see that as a good thing, but that's also that also means they have a great need. Yep. And that's not a good sign. Burnley 1, Southampton nil. 
The you just goal. don't come in to turf more, Scott, well, and expect Heaton. to get a victory. Ten points for Tom Heaton. Oh, in man. Goal. Yeah. That's fantasy points, of course. The lone goal in this match. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Joey Barton. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> don't you bet. can't. Joey bets, man. Don't bet against Joey oh, Barton. there it is. <laughs> don't bet against him. Joey bets, gets his goal off the bench. He doesn't even start, but comes in and has the balls to take the free kick and scores. I I I I tried to do some loose math. Allegedly, he's placed bets like twice a week for the last ten years. Yeah, it was a long. <laughs> it was a very he very long amount of time in that game. He, he beat Rose himself. He should have. That's amazing. Yeah. That's why his celebration was bigger than he would have ever guessed. It was. It was bigger than his head of hair. Yes. All right. The only t- <laughs> fantasy wise, the only thing worth talking Tom about is Tom Heaton and Ben Me. I was gonna say Ben Me. Ben Me is last five. Uh, one six two seven seven. He's the at, cheapest at 4. defender. 6. He's the cheapest defender in the top twenty-five of defensive defense good scoring. Stuff. Yeah, that's good. Four point six. Yep, and only two point three percent owned. And you have a decent amount of of turf more matches the rest of the way. You have enough and a, not a terrible schedule. This is why this podcast is necessary. Ben Turf. me right there. Ben me. That's good stuff. Ben Get me. That. How much? How, how many uh, people own him? What's Only the percentage? Two point three percent. Two point three percent. That should be higher. We need more people listening to this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The fact that the fact that there's a, that many people that still own John Stones and only two point three percent own Ben Me. Come on, man. Good call. Uh, Southampton. I, I, I don't want any Southampton. Players. Southampton there's is squandering shambles. Their schedule. They are a complete shambles. Is exactly right. Where they're in a free will fall. the goals come from? We can ask it every. They're getting week. close to needing to start worry. A few more results that don't go their way, and they're in trouble. At uh, they're in a relegation battle. Charlie they need to be Austin, careful. where have you gone? Get your shoulder right, Charlie Austin. Can they just like 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 attach his arm to his torso? <laughs> I cannot believe and put him out that there. The drop off from scoring for them. But their schedule is re- still really good going forward, at least for a few more weeks. Is, man, I don't know that it matters. Is every saint just sad? Mope font. <laughs> Mope font. Well, he might not be a saint for very yeah, much longer. Yeah, he's not going to be there much we'll longer. We'll have to keep track on that. Sunderland 1, Stoke 3. The boos continue to rain down at the Stadium of Light. Not at Jermaine Defoe. He scored Sunderland's own goal. Marco's back, though. He scores two, and Peter Crouch is continuing his strong form with another goal as well. Peter Crouch. Dave, I'm sure you've got the stats on Peter Crouch's last three. He's got 27 points or something in the last three weeks. 10, 6, and 11. Yeah, I mean he's this is, this is this is two thousand and seven all over. Last <laughs> week he was four point six. He already has jumped up to four point eight bedillion dollars. Yeah. Okay. I, so if you're if you're what's four point eight for a forward? Nothing. I mean you just lost money if you didn't pick him up last <laughs> week when we told you to. That's true. Yeah, but no one I mean Sell no matter Sergio. the thing is, did you did thing. you play him? There's did, nobody did you that you can drop. I mean you can drop. Brother Matt picked him up. I'm sure put him on his bench. But he didn't play yes. him. Yes. You can, yeah, it's because there's still, I think it's still the skepticism that as long as Boney's out, as long as they don't have Boney, uh, there's no competition. Yeah. And well, now there still isn't, even if Boney comes back, he's not even starting for his, uh, his country yeah. in the African Nations Cup. Man, Marco looked good, but he's looked good most of the time he plays. He just hasn't put anything together, and he put it together. He did this a good time. job. Yeah, he nice looked goals. great. Who's uh, sad? Jack Rodwell. 
Oh, I'm not even. Whole, I'm not. E- I am not even. The streak his continues. Name. I can't. Yeah. I can't even do it. He is the pinnacle of sadness. He cannot win a match. <laughs> yeah. In a start, Rodwell. Ugh. Do we have the streak? I, we've referenced it before. It's, it's 32 games yeah. that he's started or played in, and his team consecutive. started lost. started consecutive and never won. Yeah, <laughs> that's almost a season worth of go- of games. Yeah. He needs to win so he can take his shirt off on the pitch and give it to someone else. Wow. Hall three, Bournemouth one. Abel Hernandez returns and scores two. Tyrone Mings with an own goal. That's the Ake replacement. Own goal. That kid's good, too. I felt horrible for him. Stanislaus with the penalty kick for the Cherries. Uh, No Ake. This is a problem. Yeah, big problem. They go and lose by two at Hull. Yikes. Now, Abel Hernandez, interesting uh, interesting story here potentially for fantasy. He's that been out for nine matches. He's been out for a long time and came back with some thunder. He was decent before at the start of the season. He wasn't ownable. Not not yet. Early. No, no. But now? This, I don't, I'm holding. I, I'm, I'm holding on him. I don't, I don't, but. With Peter Crouch, why not? I'm keeping, hold, I'm keeping right? an eye. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But keep an eye on him. It's worth keeping an eye on. Snodgrass got uh, five points out of this game. A lot of people own Snodgrass. Still ownable. Uh, Charlie Daniels did not have a great game, but I think I still think going forward that he's a good own. And Ryan Frazier, another Ryan penalty, Frazier, he drew another penalty kick. He yeah. got yeah. His the last five games that Ryan Frazier has played in. Okay, so these aren't the last five. Right, that's the problem. F- hold on, but the last three he okay. started. All right. 15, 2, 8, 3, and 4. Okay? Not okay, bad. so he came in as a sub this this last game. No, no, I'm sorry. He started the last three. What's wrong with me? Anyways, I can't read my own notes. That's all right. Bottom line is he's a 4.8. That is really cheap. And if and he is a spark plug for that, man. Hmm. He generates a lot of activity, and he gets involved with everything. And he has really given teams problems he came in against liverpool gave liverpool problems he came in against arsenal or he started the game against arsenal and gave them problems yeah so he's ryan frazier i keep an eye on him if not own him he's not a bad owner 4.8 you're not giving up much unless you spend money in other places it's good and who said it's a silvolution in hall silvolution uh timon mings timon timon mings (laughs) Oh, uh, man. Oh, dear. One other. Yeah, that was, was He bad, was bad sad. Him. Yeah, First was start, of gives up an own goal. Terrible. Man, brutal. Uh, who starts in goal for Hull? Yakupovic back this week uh, since Silva took over. He's been in goal. Yakupovic. This is yes. where, yeah, and this is where you could have saved yourself another, another point. Another point? Yakupovic. Was he 3.9? He's 3.9. Oh, man. Uh, That's funny. He, Not more. This really quick. Yakupovic was top five. He might have been higher in that first five weeks of the season. Yakupovic was one of the top goal, goalkeepers. That was in on scoring early and, yeah, run. Yeah, in the early run at the beginning of the season. He leaves uh, for David Marshall. David Marshall took over. This is unbelievable. David Marshall took over in week six as the starting goalkeeper for Hall. He has 31 fantasy points. Yakupovic <laughs> has 26 in five weeks. In Yes, six in weeks six now. weeks. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. He is 3.9. If Yakupovic is starting the rest of the Maybe way. Maybe that's the problem. 
It's Why not? not? No. You don't want to spend more. There's more problems than no. keeper. They have a lot. They have problems. But Jakubowicz, Brian, that's a great stat. I'm just, stuff, saying, that I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 3.9. You want to start in goalkeeper? And yeah. He's going to start. 3.9. And he was. And it's going to be the call. same as Pickford. It's going to be the same as Victor Valdez at Middlesbrough. So which then we'll talk the about move him. could be picking up Jakubowicz and then getting his backup, David Marshall, or and or whoever's going to be be cheap. You could do. You could really well, cut David some David Marshall cost. is like four and a half or something like that. Crazy. Anyways, yeah. And right. Hall's nightmare run is is continuing. Yep. That's the only problem at Chelsea, at United, home Liverpool, at Arsenal. Can't get much worse. Holy than that. brutal! Yeah. <laughs> Final match. This one makes me sad. Watford nil, Middlesbrough nil. <sighs> yeah, Watford's first shutout since October. Yeah. Good, Good on them. them. I have nothing to discuss here. Yeah, you do. Nah. Jose Holobos. Nine yellows. He's the only player currently him. with any immediate 10. threat of a yellow card <laughs> suspension in the entire Premier League. If you go to the FA website, the, the yeah. disciplinary site, and check yeah. yellow card one caution away, that's all you got to find oh is that gosh. tab. His is the only name on there. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Victor Valdez. And the and the Middlesbrough defense. Valdez is four point six. He's only owned five point six percent. Ten points this week. He had five saves, all three bonus points. Victor Valdez was out for I think he missed a week, maybe not not more than two with a yeah. with a knee injury. Yeah, he's been really good. He's top ten. Middlesbrough hasn't given him many and goals that's exactly they are this year's West Brom. Ben Gibson, yeah. is tenth in defense scoring. He's four point nine, and only he's nine point six percent. A lot of ben clean sheets. They've conceded twenty two goals for the season. Yeah. yeah, you could be okay with them, and look at their schedule. You could be okay with them until the way I figure it, April eighth. Yeah. Oh, you have it's a long time. Yeah, it's a good long, uh, a good long amount. It's like of eight games. or nine games. You want your you want your round out for your sadness. Yes, for sad squad, Troy Weepy. <laughs> Christian Stuyani. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Alvaro, not Grato. <laughs> not Grato. Stuani, Stuyani scored. This and got game. Back. Oh, my gosh. Get away from Watford. <laughs> not as Grato. fast as you can possibly get away from him. Anyone else. Anyone else. Yeah. They can't do anything. I love it. I know they got a clean sheet out ben of this. Ben Gibson, so if you have Dome, if you have hey. Gomez, and Valdez, whatever. yeah, they yeah. are this year's West Brom. There's no value up front, as Brian just pointed out in the all satellite. But I like cheap defenders that give me some clean sheets. Correct. Yeah. How about a quick injury roundup? I, real quick. Well, we already talked about Jan Vertonghen. You know the micro machine guy? I need you Jan to talk about him right now. Could have ligament damage. <laughs> scans forthcoming. Yep. So he could right. if he's out, he Stay could be away. out for a while. You don't want really and it's sad because he's there. He is one of the two rocks for them this for this season in defense. Yep. Giroud, mon dieu. Mm. What is going to happen with him? Limped off at 59 minutes. Yep. Wenger says it's an ankle problem. Scans still yet to come but says he limps quite a lot. Mm. So Arrow up on Alexis Sanchez. This might pull him pull him out of his his winter doldrums. Might. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, Father John Walters. Uh, art, sounds like he had arthroscopic <laughs> arthroscopic <laughs> knee surgery. He looks like out, he could be a father. Out for the foreseeable future, per Stoke City's website. He's Irish. Yes. No, I know, but I'm, 
Irish guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny Evans, West Brom, missed Spurs match with a calf problem. Tony Pulis said they didn't expect him to miss the match. Tony Blueless? Tony Blueless says, Tony Blueless says they didn't expect him to miss, but we're taking nothing for granted is sure. exactly what we're going to his calf issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathaniel Klein, that was a weird one. Uh, knock in the ribs against Southampton, couldn't go. Ribs. Yeah, couldn't go against United. Klopp described it as one of the muscles between his ribs hurts a lot. <laughs> so no word yet if it was more time. Klopp. James Collins came back after seven weeks out. You for love West Ham this. United. You love oh that. yeah, he came in. His, the jackbooted thug came in after seven weeks <laughs> for, with a recovering from a calf injury. It helped they, him a lot. Jordan Pickford, David Moyes says he's possibly ahead of schedule recovery from his that kid can start for me any day. Could could be out just another three weeks. Yeah. He could be back sooner than they expected. All right. Is that it? That's your injury Excellent roundup. injury roundup, right? Oh. Thanks. All right, listen, that brings us to the end of our pod. We got to run, but uh, I'm pumped for this weekend's games. FantasySoccerFC.com, at FantasySoccerFC on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook. That's it. Listen, for uh, this is David, for Brian and Scott, David. have <laughs> until next time.